0: reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus and his disciples arrived at Bethsaida, people brought to him a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. Putting spit on his eyes, he laid his hands on the man and asked, Do you see anything? Looking up, the man replied, I see people looking like trees and walking. Then he laid his hands on the man's eyes a second time and he saw clearly. His sight was restored and he could see everything distinctly. Then Jesus sent him home and said, Do not even go into the village. The Gospel of the Lord. It's not a coincidence that Jesus, who healed many blind men in the gospel, normally does so in order to illustrate a point of faith. We were recently discussing what had happened in the boat when they didn't understand what the leaven of the scribes and the Pharisees is. They didn't recognize what Jesus could do with meager portions. In multiplying them. There was a lot they didn't understand. So, when they arrived at Bethsaida, Jesus heals a blind man. And he heals a blind man in stages. Again, he who created the heavens and the earth could have healed the blind man instantaneously. But he spit, symbol of the sacraments, that there's a matter to the sacraments, wiped the saliva on the man's eyelids, and he was cured in two steps. First, as he saw something, people looking like trees and walking around. But then at the second instance, he was able to see everything clearly and distinctly. And this is meant to help us to recognize that the faith by which we're called to see distinctly happens in stages. That Jesus' cure of us isn't instantaneous. Soon as our sins are forgiven, As soon as we're baptized as an adult, it doesn't mean that we see everything precisely as it is, but that that healing is ongoing and that we need to continue to cooperate, even if sometimes it might be a little bit uncomfortable, like somebody wiping a spit on our eyes. It may require our having to carry a cross. It may be our having to suffer. It may be our being humiliated in order to have a good learning experience so that we're able to see things new. But the most important thing for us, if we're going to see things distinctly spiritually, is the Word of God. And that's what St. James talks about in today's first reading when he says, be doers of the Word, not only hearers, deluding yourselves. And then he talks about the role of the Word of God in giving us the light to see things clearly and distinctly. For anyone for if anyone is a hearer of the word, not a doer. He's like a man who looks at his own face in a mirror. He sees himself, but then goes off and promptly forgets what he looked like. But the one who peers into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres, and is not a, a hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts. Such a one shall be blessed in what he does. In other words, the word of God is a mirror. When we look at the word of God, we see who we're supposed to be. We see how we're supposed to act. And if we don't do the word of God, it's like we're blind. We forget who we are. We forget who the other is. We forget who God is at that moment. And that's why our cure, so that we might see things clearly and distinctly, happens in stages. Because we're not infused with the Word of God all at once in the sacrament of confirmation. We've got to continue to persevere looking in the mirror of the Word of God so that we remember who we are, who God is, who others are. And start to behave under that vision. That's what St. James is talking about. And that's why one of the greatest crises in the church today is how few people really know the Word of God. If someone is an electrician, knows the electric code inside and out, someone is a lawyer, has studied the law books inside out, if someone's a doctor, they are constantly going to further classes in order to learn new treatments for the various diseases, after having put in so many years studying every little minutiae. But a Christian, well, the Protestants, let's give them credit. Most of the evangelical Protestants get to know the Word of God pretty seriously, but what about us Catholics? What about us Catholics? We take little glances in at the mirror at certain parts of life. We think that if we come to Mass and there's a little bit of a mirror shown and applied to us, that that's all we need. No, it's not. If we're going to learn how to see things clearly and to become truly doers of the Word, not only hearers of it, we need constantly to be looking at the Word of God. I've mentioned before how long would it take to read the whole Bible If we were to read a little bit of it every day it would take less than a half hour a day. Most of us would watch far more television than that. If we were to read the whole Bible in two years only about 12 to 15 minutes a day. If we read the whole Bible in three years less than 10 minutes. You know I think of people who are sick. You know when I go to anoint people, some of the times they have pill boxes (laughs) that for every day of the week they're taking 20 or 30 pills. And they do it. They do it. What do we need to do to be cured of our blindness? Maybe an eight or nine minute commitment a day to read the word of God, to look into that mirror. But so few of us actually do it. Today, the Lord wants to cure us of our blindness may seem a little bit worse than having spit put on your eyes, but it's not. Out of love, please let us begin today to look into that mirror and to continue to look at it more than a model looks at her face in the mirror to put on her makeup each morning.